Okay, today's daf is daf tes. We're going through this brighter that was mentioned earlier on daf vav. It sounds like the sachir omrim askufa b'shameshet shtei rishuyos. We have an askufa, which is a threshold, which is some sort of platform b'shameshet shtei rishuyos. It uh, could theoretically be two rishuyot, meaning we had one opinion which basically says that it's considered like a makkah pitur, and acherim omrim, and says that it really depends. Right? Askufa mishameshes shteirishus. We have askufa, which is mishameshes shteirishus, which is serving two rishot, meaning it's on the edge, boundary of one rishot, and it's on the boundary of another rishot. So the acherim says as follows, b'zman shapetach patuach, at the time where the entrance of this place, which again, we don't really know what, it, what this place is yet, the entrance of this place is open, it has the status of the inside, meaning the inside being a rishotayachet, a place where you could carry. So again, you'd be able to carry on the eskufa. And you wouldn't be able to carry, let's say, from the eskufa to the street, because the eskufa has the status of the lefnim, which is a place that you could carry. Petach no'ol, if it's closed, right? If it's petach no'ol, then kilachutz, then it's like chutz. Afagav, delayed of its kama, right? So basically, right now, uh, as we'll see from the Gemara, it's quite clear, we're assuming that we're talking about a mavoi. Right? So mavoi is that three, right? it's an alleyway, it's a dead end, but one side is open. And the rule is that you need, in order to carry in the mavoi, you need a lachi to permit carrying. Okay? Right, you need a lachi to permit carrying in the mavoi. So we're assuming over here that the lachi was planted on the inside of the doorway. Right? So picture the mavoi. Yeah? The lachi was planted right at the edge Right, right at the edge of the alleyway, okay? But the iskufa is a bit beyond the lachi, right? This threshold, which is being mishameshet shtei rishuyot, is a bit beyond the uh, lachi. Meaning there are parts of the iskufa which are in line with the lachi, because it's at the edge of the alleyway. But there's also parts of the askufa, there's parts of this platform which are beyond the lachi. So it says the Gemara, v'afagav delaitle lachi, you're able to carry on this threshold even if there is no lachi, meaning, not that there's no lachi, but the point is there's a lachi, but you have to always have the lachi before you or after you. You always have to be, wherever you're carrying the mavoi, you have to be able to see the lachi. You want to be able to carry the mavoi if you don't see the lachi. Like we see, Amar Rabbi Chama Bar Gevira, Amar Rav, Tocha Pesach, even inside the doorway, Tzorach Lachi Achel You're going to need another lachi to permit carrying. We are Davtet, Amar Aleph, we have a few lines from the top. Um, again, it's, it's a short amut, so let me just read it again quickly. Top line. A platform, theoretically, could, a, a, a skufa which is serving two domains. The halacha is as follows. When the entrance to this alleyway is open, then we give it the status of the alleyway, and you'll be, able, you'll be permitted to carry Petach, no, but if the entrance way is closed, right, if it's closed, then then we consider kilochutz. Then we consider like the outside, meaning we give it the status of a reshut harabim. Okay, again, so referring to a mavoi, mavoi is a dead end. In order to carry in a mavoi, it's, it's surrounded by three walls. So it's a reshut ha-yachim because it has three walls. But we still don't like that one side is open. So the rule by a mavoi is, this is going to be eruvin, you know, but it's going to come up a lot on Shabbat, so we have to get this clear. Dead end, one open side, okay? So what do you do? Generally speaking, you need a wall to make a side. But since you already have three walls, 
There's a leniency which allows just a lachi. The lachi is that 10 foot, the 10 tefach piece of wood. Okay? Either a lachi or a beam on top. Going across. Those are two ways to permit it. So right now we're picturing that the, this askufa, this platform, or threshold, whatever they call it, is basically at the edge of the alleyway. Okay? So the Gemara now has a question. That the askufa, since it's at the entrance of the mavoi, when the door is open, you would still not be permitted to carry. Because why? Says the Gemara, Even if there's no lachi, meaning... There's no lachi in front of you. You need another lachi to permit it. Meaning, wherever you're carrying, you need to be able to see a lachi. So if the askufa is right at the edge of the um, right at the edge of the alleyway, then you will not be able to carry on the whole askufa because the lachi we're assuming is not completely in front of the askufa. Rather, it's at the beginning of the askufa. So it says the gemara tocha pesach inside the actual doorway. You're going to need another lachi in order to permit it. Meaning the lachi has to be at the edge. The complete. In other words, wherever you're carrying the mavo, you have to be able to see the lachi. Right? Because the whole point is that we don't want you to see a complete breached wall and think, oh, you're allowed to carry in public domains. You're going to confuse. So we need some sort of recognition that this is the end. But the platform, if you probably the art school has good pictures, the platform goes beyond this alleyway, and therefore parts of the askufa can't see the lachi, because the lachi is on the side of the mavoi, and it's not in front of you. So that's what the Gemara is asking. So it says the Gemara, And if you're going to tell me, meaning that the thickness of the, the, the space is not dalal al-dalid, but it doesn't matter. Inside the doorway, Basically, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how much space we're talking about. You're always going to need that you, the lachi is in front of you. And in this case, the lachi is on the side of the askufa, and therefore that will not permit you to carry beyond the lachi. So, so, so now we're going to give two answers over here. Amar Amarav, Hacha Askufa's You're right. Again, the way Rashi understood it, we're always talking about a mavoi. But the Gemara is saying we're talking about a mavoi, but we're not talking about where you use the lachi to permit it. Rather, we're discussing where you use the kora. Okay, a kora is a beam. A kora is that beam that goes across the uh, walls of the mavoi from one to another. However, you did it in a funny way. Chetzio mikora, chetzio she'enam mikora, vikurei klapi pinim. Right. So basically, what it means is is that. Um, Right, so you have you have basically the right three sides, and the kora is not completely. The askufa goes beyond the kora, basically, correct? Meaning you have the kora going on top, but the askufa goes a bit beyond. So what the, what does it mean chetzio? It means half of the askufa is on the, is below the kora, is below the beam, but half of the askufa goes beyond the beam. Okay, so you have this platform, you have this threshold, you have a beam that goes across the mavoi. Chetzio mikor, meaning half of the platform is, you know, could see the beam right on top of it, but half of the platform cannot see the beam. So the Gemara says, Vikirio kapi pnim, right? And the, um, meaning this beam is going towards the inside, so therefore the rules as follows. Pesach pasuach, if the door of the mavoi is open, then kill lifnim. Then we give the entire skufa the status of lifnim. But if... Um, if it's closed, right, Pasach Na'ul, if the door of the Mavoi is closed, then we will say, Kilachutz. Then we will say that the status of the Mavoi is like the outside, 
and the whole thing, I mean the whole Askufa, will be considered like Rishot Harabim. Fine? Very good? Fine. Rav Ashi, Rav Ashi says, La'olam be'eskufa's bayis askilan. Really, we're not dealing with a mavlu, we're dealing with a house. Okay? So that makes it much simpler. So picture a house, yeah? And picture a platform at the entranceway of the house. So uchgon, and the case was, shekira b'shtei karos, you took two beams. Each beam was she'ein b'zu arba'a, ve'ein b'zu arba'a. Each beam was not four t'fachim wide, which again, it's, well, one second. And there isn't, so again, the actual beams were not four t'fachim wide. So the, the, okay, the way it's like this, you have a house, yeah? And then at the entranceway, so the picture just along it, the, the, basically the fourth side of the house is basically mostly breached. And the way you filled it up is, first of all, you had this platform on the bottom. You had the doors in front of the Eskufa. And then on top, you had two beams, okay? You had beams that were less than four tvachim, but they were within three tvachim of each other, right? You probably, does your article have pictures? Let's see. Yeah, yeah, good, fine. You, yeah, you see the picture? Fine, the bottom left over there. Yeah, go to go. So the, that's, that's the picture. So basically, the rule is like as follows. Videlis be'emtza. And the doorway is basically in the middle of these two beams, okay? It's in the middle of these two beams. Pesach pasuach. So if the door is open, kill the finim. Then the platform will be given the status of the inside. Pesach no'ol, if the door is closed, then kill then it'll be like the outside. So the reason, which, now why is it important that the beams are not four tfachim wide? It says the beams are four tfachim wide. They're within three tfachim of each other, which means that we say lavud, therefore we kind of connect them. But now if the beams were four tfachim wide, then there's a rule which basically says pitikro, which basically says that the edge of the beam comes down and makes a wall for you, like similar to like a good achet sort of thing. Um, and therefore, that's why the Gemara specifically has to say that they weren't for Tvachimad, because if they were for Tvachimad, then we will actually look at the beam as coming down, and that could actually be your fourth wall, like a completely uh, fourth wall. Um, so therefore, that's why we said it doesn't have for Tvachimad. Again, in the, the door opening and door closed is going to affect, do we perceive this platform as being inside the house, or do we perceive this platform as, you know, as the outside of the house, and therefore it's like a Rishad Rabbim. Okay, not, not, not a very easy Gemara. There's a lot of, um, a lot of various sugyos which are kind of uh, needed in order to understand this Gemara completely, but I think uh, the information I gave you is enough to move on. So the next Gemara is, the next Gemara and the next Amr are a little, are much simpler. It says the two dots over here. The skufa is ten tfachim high and four tfachim wide. I raise the Rishut Latzma. Wait, so what Rishut is that? A little test over here. Ten Tvachim high and four Tvachim wide. What is that? Rishut Ayachet, right? It's, it's got everything. Very good. Messiah of Yitzchak. This is approved to Rav Yitzchak. The Amar, Messiah of Yitzchak, Bar Abdim. The Amar of Yitzchak, Bar Abdimi, Amar, he said, Hai Amar Hayyur Meya, Kom Makam Shatamotza Beis Rishuyot. Vehein Rishut Achat. Ah. So basically, he's saying like this. What does it mean it's a Rishut La'atzma? What this means is it's an uh, unbelievable thing over here. You have something in your house, okay? A big chidush. It's in your house, and you have something that's ten t'vachamayim, four t'vachamayim, you cannot carry from that Rishut. Even though what? It's one Rishut to another, right? You, you're in your house, and you have something that's ten t'vachamayim, four t'vachamayim. 
The Acherim say, we don't, we don't go like this. This is the Acherim's opinion. They say, I shouldn't say we go like that. This is its own Rishot. Meaning, you cannot carry from that Rishot to your own Rishot. Even though they're both Rishot Yachin. The Gemara says, this is a proof to Rav Yitzchak Baravdimi. The Amr Rav Yitzchak Baravdimi. Kol makom, anytime Shatamotza Beis Rishiyot. Anytime you find two domains, and they are, sim- and they are similar, kigon, amur, like a pillar, you have a pillar in a private domain, it's, pro- it's prohibited to place your burdens, your packages on that, meaning it's, you're carrying it on your shoulder, so to put it on the pillar, it's asr, the prohibition because of a tail in public domain. What does that mean? That means it's common that in a public domain, yeah, you're going to have a, a mound and you're going to also really, you know, take off your packages and put them on this tail. You're not going to realize that a mound in Rishut Rabbim could theoretically be 10 Tfachim high and 4 Tfachim wide. So therefore, what's going to happen? If we allow you to place these packages on this Amud in Rishut Yachid, you're going to think you could do the same in Rishut Rabbim without realizing that a tale in Rishut Rabbim is Rishut Yachid. You just went from Rishut to Rishut. That's a very big uh, Chumrah. That's a very big uh, stringency. I don't, I, I don't actually think we rule like this. That's, that's what I recall. But don't, uh, don't call me on that one. Um, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. That was needed for yesterday's Gemara also. Okay, now the next Mishnah, I, you know, when, when I was you know, learning this last night, I got the sense that Masechet Shabbat is giving us a little break for a moment because you'll see this is a, a little brachot style, this next Gemara. You know, a little break from the difficult Gemaras that we've been studying. Says the Mishnah, remember those things in Masechet Brachot called Shacharit and Mincha and Arvit, all those things. That's what this Mishnah talks about. It says like this, L'yeshev Adam l'fnei hasapar. One cannot sit by the barber before Mincha. Again, nothing to do with domains, nothing to do with the laws of Shabbat. Why is this Mishnah brought down? When we get to the next Mishnah, I'll explain. But there is some sort of connection over here. So again, you can't go to the bar before Mincha. Okay, the Gemara will explain what, what, what Mincha we're referring to. Everyone, I remember from Brachot, is Mincha Gedola, Mincha Kitana. Mincha Gedola is 30 minutes after Chatzot, that's 12.30. Right, you could start diving mincha half an hour after chetzot. That's 12.30. Then there's something called mincha kitana, which is the actual time when the karban ben harbayim was brought, which is two and a half hours before sunset. Right? What we call, not, uh, mincha, that's what we call mincha kitana. Right? The plague pl- of mincha is, is half the time between that and shkia. So again, mincha gedola, mincha kitana. Those are the two minchas. The obvious difference between the two is when you talk about mincha gedola, you have a lot of time to daven mincha because you still have five and six, five and a half hours left. Mincha kitana, your time's a little shorter. You should not sit in front of the barber before samach mincha, half an hour before mincha time. Achit palo, because what are we concerned? That you're gonna right, the barber's gonna spend so much time cutting your hair, and then you're engaged in one activity, you end up doing something else, and you forget to daven. Okay, you forget to daven. No need to go to the bathhouse right before Mercha time. Again, once you go to the Mercha, you see your friends, and you're gonna, you know, it's going to drag out. Don't go to the tanner, right? I guess they tan your shoes. Or tan the leather. Don't, go in, don't eat, which I guess is the easiest one to apply for us. Right? And then to go to uh, Din. What does that mean to go to Din? For some what? For some 
right? One second. But the judge, don't become a judge, I think, because 